Welcome to the Truly Nourish Podcast. My name is Rebecca Laurel Hill. I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and life wellness expert. This podcast has one mission, to help women break free from dieting and overeating patterns and transform how they nourish themselves in body, mind, and soul. Each episode, we dive into teachings and tools that will help you find more peace and freedom with food, more enjoyment living in and caring for your body, and more happiness and fulfillment in your life overall. Thank you for being here. Let's get started. Hello, my beautiful listeners. Welcome. In this episode, I am going to talk more about making true choices for yourself around your eating and wellness. And your true choices are essentially your goals and choices coming from a place of self-love and from positive feelings for your life. Instead of goals and choices being driven by feelings of fear or from limitation or lack or from not feeling good enough in some way. And in the last episode, I started this topic with the first two examples of what a true choice or true goal is not. So by explaining what it's not, it also explains what it is. So first, a true choice is not a goal that comes from a negative belief about yourself or wanting to resolve a negative belief or feeling about yourself. And then the second one was a true choice or goal is not a reaction to something that you fear. So if you haven't listened to episode three yet, be sure you go and listen to that episode to get the entire explanation of those first two. So today I'm going to discuss five additional ways we can all make true choices for ourselves when it comes to deciding our goals and what we're going to go after in our life overall, but especially around wellness or weight loss. Because when we make true choices for ourselves, That is what naturally leads us to our ideals, our ideal wellness, our ideal way of eating, our ideal weight, whatever it might be. So the first one is a true choice or goal never comes from feeling limitation or a feeling of limitation, meaning settling for something less than what you truly desire because you have a perceived limitation about yourself or about your life. So for example, I really want X, but I'm going to aim for Y because I believe that's more possible for me. And around weight loss, for example, it could be, I'd really love to lose 50 pounds, but I'm just going to aim for maintaining my current weight because I've never been able to lose weight and keep it off. Or, I'd really love to be able to run a 5K race, but I'm just going to walk and practice walking because I never have been a good runner. However, a true choice or true goal is always based on what you would truly love. You don't edit it down. You don't edit down your desire because then it's no longer true for you. So, if we doubt ourselves and then edit down our desires or goals according to our current 
self-concept and current set of beliefs about ourselves and how we currently might see ourselves, then we also will end up reducing our motivation and inspiration for taking action towards what we want and therefore the achievement of what we, what we want. There's just simply less emotional fuel to accomplish a goal because you're basically settling for your second best, your third best, your fourth best, and so on. So a true choice is never about settling. Instead, it's about going for what you really and truly desire and who you really and truly want to be in your life. And then with that, changing your beliefs about yourself in order to achieve it. The next one is a true choice never comes from other people's opinions, meaning you don't choose a goal for yourself based on what others think or what they will think. So it's never based on getting other people's approval. So for example, the thought, well, everyone thinks X is a good idea, so I will do that. Or if I achieve X, then others will think that's good and that I'm a good person, whatever it might be. The biggest problem with basing our choices and goals on other people's opinions is that the choice or goal is not actually ours. We're choosing it to make others happy or to get some sort of approval from them, which means we're not owning our truest desires and not trusting ourselves to know what is best for us or right for us. So think about this. Have you, for example, ever sought to lose weight because maybe people suggested it to you either directly or indirectly or because you thought you had to attain a certain body ideal that's portrayed in diet culture or in the media, for example, but it wasn't actually what you wanted. It wasn't your body ideal or it wasn't what you truly wanted. Maybe you truly didn't want to lose the weight, but someone told you you should. And therefore, because you you then didn't feel good enough about yourself, you decided, well, maybe I should lose weight, that sort of thing. Or have you ever eaten food because everyone else was eating it or because someone was offering it to you and maybe you had a hard time saying no, even though you didn't really want to eat that food? Or have you ever started a diet because everyone around you was just saying, this is the best diet, you have to try this diet? or because the media or just out in society, it was the fad diet of the times. So these are all some examples of how we might make choices based on other people's ideas or opinions instead of connecting with what we truly want for ourselves and just trusting ourselves and honoring ourselves and getting to know ourselves or also standing up for ourselves. The next one is... A true choice never comes from needing to control. So such as needing to control a time frame or control a circumstance or other people. Because anytime we feel the need to control outside things or outside people, situations, we are being driven by a belief of 
I'm not enough or something is not enough. So for example, I fear that I'm not enough in some way to have what I desire. Therefore, I need to control things or I need to control this person in order to make it happen. Or I fear there is not enough of something. Could be time, energy, money, knowledge, capability in order to have what I desire. So therefore, I need to control this situation or I need to control a person. I need to control something in order to make it happen. And this becomes a huge problem because when we have this strong need to control, whether it's people or situations or things, in order to feel like we can achieve what we want, then we are giving all of our power away for achieving it to those things that are outside of us or people that are outside of us and not believing in ourselves or in our capability or in our own resourcefulness of you know, as our way of creating. So this can look like if so-and-so would just do X, then I could do Y, or then I could be Y, you know, whatever it is. Or I must achieve X by this date or it's never going to happen. Or I must achieve X by this date or I'm going to feel like I'm a failure or insert (laughs) whatever. Or When situation X changes, then I can finally have Y. So this need to control whether it's people or circumstances in order to believe that you can achieve what you want works against you because number one, you're not believing in yourself or your own ability to work through challenges. And number two, because this makes your brain hyper-focused on a perceived problem that it then thinks it has to fix instead of it focusing on creating your desired goal. Because when we allow our brain to be highly focused on what we think is wrong in our life and what we believe that we can't fix or control before we can have what we desire, then the brain can't problem solve or come up with creative solutions to challenges or to come up with creative ways to getting to our goal because all of its energy is being focused on a problem, focused on what you think is wrong. So essentially, anytime our brain is focused on what it thinks is wrong or what we perceive as being wrong and needing fixing, our brain is sent into fight or flight. It's stressed. And anytime we feel like stress in some form, mental, emotional, physical, our brain kind of shuts down. Our creative part of our brain shuts down and we're going more on our automatic habits and old patterns. And we're not in a place of creativity and resourcefulness because our brain is meant to keep us alive. And so from our brain's perspective, if she's stressed, then... It's all about survival. And that all means that because you don't have access to that super creative and resourceful problem-solving part of your brain, you don't make real progress towards what you truly desire. You kind of just keep repeating the past. So if we allow our brain to always be focused on what we perceive as wrong, if that's where we're putting all our mental energy or you know, putting it on the difficult things that have happened in our past, like being a past 
focused person in the way that we think, then what happens is we end up recreating past problems or we just stay stuck repeating our ongoing challenges that we've always had. So to bust out of patterns like this, we have to deliberately choose to number one, release the past and to not reference it for our how, you know, as the how to create our goal. We can't reference the past. And we also have to think beyond our past and beyond our current circumstance and allow ourselves to think creatively and with creativity, you know, using new ways of thinking that we've never thought before, like kind of going out of our comfort zone, so to speak, in the way that we see things and living more in possibility and like, what if this is possible and what if that is possible instead of defaulting to what's always been and always going to our past experience for our data, okay? So when we allow ourselves to not focus on the problem, but focus instead on what's possible, this is what allows a goal that you've never yet achieved to come to you. Because there are endless and limitless ways for things to happen for you. You just can't perceive all of them yet. And we have to trust that those new ways will be shown to us anytime we're going after achieving something that we've never had or becoming something that we've never been. We have to trust that when we allow our mind to think in the possibility what one of my coaches or actually several of my coaches have said to live in the question. When you're able to live in that place of possibility and wonder, I wonder how the answers will come to you and you will be shown. So to make this more tangible, let's use the example of weight loss. And let's say a person has this need to control weight loss in a certain way, such as I must lose 20 pounds by April 1st and I have to do it by following this Weight Watchers diet. And so the person is choosing this because that is how they have done it in the past. They've lost weight that way in the past and they have evidence for that. The problem is they've always regained the weight. So something is missing that they still need to learn in order to keep the weight off. However, if they're always going to reference their past and if they always need to feel like they're in control of the exact details of how the weight loss is going to happen and when it's going to happen. And because of that default to past experiences to create that control, then they put all sorts of limitations on themselves and they're not able to discover what they still need to learn or still need to practice in order to be a person who can lose weight and keep it off for good. So they're giving all their power away in terms of their ability to learn how to keep the weight off by needing to control things. So by needing to control how fast they lose the weight and how they lose the weight, they're going to stay stuck repeating the past. And by needing to control all those details of how weight loss happens or how fast it happens, it's like we disconnect from what we truly want. And what we truly want is not to simply lose weight, for example. What we want is to, number one, lose weight and keep it off. That's the key key phrase, keep the weight off. But more so, we want to enjoy living in our bodies. We want to feel great in our bodies. 
We want to feel healthy. We want to feel nourished. We want to feel vibrant. We want to feel confident. We want to feel free in our bodies. We want to feel great and healthy in our lives. Isn't that truly why any person wants to lose weight to begin with? But if we're so focused on needing to control everything about the weight loss journey and think it has to be done in one specific way or in a certain time frame or on a certain diet, we never actually are open to receive and achieve, number one, what we truly need to know and understand about ourselves and about the process in order to create the goal that we have. But we also are not open to achieve and receive what we truly want, which is all those things that I just mentioned. So the key takeaway here for this one is to not need to control everything around weight loss or feel like you have to do things perfectly, but to instead focus on creating what it is that you truly want, which is probably health and well-being or learning how to feel nourished and satisfied with the right amount of food or learning how to feel love and appreciation for your body or learning how to feel your feelings instead of eating over them, and so on. Those are the true desires. Okay, the next one is indirectness. A true choice or goal is never about going after one thing now so that you can have what you actually want later. For example, this could look like I'm going to lose weight so that I can feel healthier or I'm going to run a 5K so that I can feel proud of myself. In this example, or these examples, the true desire in the first one is to feel healthier, and that does not necessarily require weight loss. It just requires maybe increasing self-care practices or health practices in your life. And in the second example, the person could just decide that they're proud of themselves and start to list reasons why they're proud of themselves without ever running a 5K. Now, if they truly want to run a 5K, they absolutely can. However, they shouldn't do it to feel proud of themselves. So the practice here is understanding what is the root purpose or true reason behind our goals and choices and our desires. What are we truly seeking from them? What are we truly seeking to feel by achieving that thing? Because it's always a feeling. We're not actually seeking the thing. We're seeking the feeling as these feeling beings that we are, these beings that are all about emotion and feelings. That is always what we're seeking. Like, for example, money. Money is just like this thing that has no meaning whatsoever until we attach meaning to it like safety or plenty or abundance or enoughness or uh, freedom, right? But all of that is not actually coming from the money. It's our perspective of money. So it's the same thing when it comes to things like weight loss and health, okay? Um, and, And like feeling good enough. Those Feelings of health and feeling good enough and feeling of well-being don't come from achieving the weight loss goal. They come from seeing your life differently, seeing things differently, shifting the ways that you think about things and shifting your perspectives. 
like confidence in your body doesn't come from losing weight. It comes from shifting how you see your body and how you think about your body and how you think about yourself. Okay. So getting back to then this point to allow ourselves to feel that feeling now and not wait until someday when, because it's those feelings that are the actual fuel to achieving our goal. They're the true thing that we want, but they're also the fuel to achieving a goal. So when you allow yourself to feel healthier now by, let's say, practicing certain ways of health, uh, self-care, weight loss can happen. Or when you can be proud of who you are now and acknowledge all the great things about yourself now, it makes it so much easier to want to show up for yourself and go after your goals and uh, practice achieving them. So often we go on these detours to feeling what we truly want to feel, you know, such as I can't feel good until this thing happens, but we really can just allow ourselves to feel that way now. And by doing so, we have the positive emotional fuel that we need to achieve our goals much more successfully. Okay, the last one and final one is default. A true choice never comes from default, such as if this is good for everyone else, then it's good for me too. And this is because it's a subtle lie. It's a subtle lie that we may tell ourselves because we fear perhaps being extraordinary in some way or standing out positively in some way or just being different than other people. And it could look like I would really like to lose 20 pounds and be the runner like I used to be, but you know what? I'm just happy being healthy. And don't get me wrong, being content and grateful for what you have now or for for who you are now, it's wonderful and it is essential, you know, to just love what you have now and love who you are now. But we all have our own unique desires for a reason because they are meant for us. If your goals or desires weren't meant for you, you would never even think them up. So your true desires and goals should never be tossed aside just because they may seem out of the ordinary based on maybe the current people around you or because the goal may feel out of your current grasp of skill or ability. Because as humans, creating our visions and our true goals is what we are uniquely designed to do. We have this ability to grow and transform to new levels constantly if we're willing to do it. So living by default based on what others may choose to do or living according to other people's values or other people's standards, it can feel safe. However, it will also feel like you're settling for less in some way and like you're not nourishing your soul and your true being. And for most people, this leads to regrets when they look back on their life. So don't make choices by default. Have courage and follow through on your true desires and goals. Okay, so here is a summary of the seven points to consider to know if your goals are true choices. So number one from last week's episode is a true goal or choice never comes from a need to resolve a negative belief or feeling about oneself. Number two, also from last week's episode, a true goal or choice never comes as a reaction to something that you fear. 
Number three from this week, a true choice or goal never comes from settling for less due to a feeling of limitation. Number four, a true choice or goal never comes from other people's opinions. Number five, a true choice or goal never comes from needing to control how or when it happens. A true choice or goal never comes from indirectness, such as going after one thing now so that you can feel the way that you actually want to feel later. Let's just decide to feel that way now and let that be our fuel to creating our goals. And number seven, a true choice never comes from defaulting to what others do or what others may choose, you know, such as if it's good enough for everyone else and it's good enough for me, simply because you're afraid to be beyond or go beyond what others may be doing. And so one of the ways that we can help ourselves in this particular one is to surround ourselves with people who are doing the thing that we want to do, um, putting ourselves in new environments, but also just deciding to be the best that you can be for yourself for, and for no one else and to not shy away, like shine your light. You know, you ha- we all have this best version of ourselves for us not compared to anybody else. It's not about surpassing other people. It's a best version for us. And we have every single right to become her and not allow the fear of standing out or the fear of being extraordinary in some way prevent us from going after what we truly want. Okay, so we covered a lot here on these episodes, I encourage you to re-listen, especially to these last two, because these points are what I would call lifelong practices. And they're not something that you just hear once and then you put back on the shelf. They're something that you first hear and then you listen again and you might begin to understand a little bit more. And then with time, you begin to practice and integrate it into your life. And if you do that, they will greatly improve your ability to create what you truly desire in your life so that you can feel truly nourished as a woman. Thanks for listening, and until next time, much love. Are you a woman who wants to end cycles of overeating and dieting so that you can experience greater health and well-being, more peace and freedom around food, more vibrancy and more feelings of joy and confidence in your body? If so, I have a comprehensive self-study course called Food Freedom Body Bliss where you can learn step-by-step how to create just that. Go to RebeccaLaurelHill.com forward slash FFBB 